0: talking about hanging in there keeping at it staying staying through thick or thin no matter what you see most people give up too easily most successes in life come because somebody hung in there they didn't give up halfway through they said I'm going all the way no matter what and Paul says he had some inspiration to do that and that inspiration was the principles in God's word as he began to believe the principles and practice those principles It says what you sow, you reap. And if you sow to the Spirit, you have the Spirit reap life everlasting. You see, our own lives and our own uh, families will benefit if we keep faithful to God's Word and if we do what He says in that Word. Tim Hansel calls it weight training, W-A-I-T, weight training, waiting on God and trusting His Word. Those who wait on the Lord, the Bible says, will renew their strength They will mount up with wings like eagles, and they will run and not get weary. They will walk but not faint. Most of the time we give up too soon, and we don't wait on God. Most of us probably don't know the name of Kenneth Taylor, but if I told you about what he did, you would probably know. But most of you know something about what Kenneth Taylor has done. Kenneth Taylor is the man who put together the paraphrased Bible called the Living Bible. Now we have the New Living Translation, which is part living Bible and part translation. But he started the project to provide an easy way to understand the Bible. He had a large family. He wanted his kids, and oftentimes reading the King James Version, they missed the point because the language is difficult to understand. And so as he commuted to work daily to Chicago, he would write out the scriptures in everyday language to the best of his ability. And he became so caught up in the project that he actually went through the entire New Testament writing out in everyday language what he felt the Bible was saying in that particular place. In his excitement over what he produced, he sought out a publisher but was turned down. The next publisher turned him down also. Over the months, dozens of publishers turned him down. Still determined to see his work published, Taylor used what little savings he had to publish it himself. During the first year, his living letters, which was the the epistles of the New Testament, which he had written into modern language, sold only 800 copies, not much for a book, but Ken Taylor refused to give up. Today, the Living Bible has sold probably something like 40 million copies and has been translated into countless languages. His work has touched many lives for Christ and he is a walking, breathing model of perseverance. You see, he believed God wanted him to do, he believed God's word and he took God's word seriously. Another principle that we must live by, if we're going to hang in there, is that we keep on. <clears throat> we keep on because we know God will reward us. Not only will we see some results in our lives and the lives of others, but one day we will hear Jesus say, "Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in a few things. I'll make you ruler over many things." Paul said, "You know, I fought the good fight. I've kept the faith." And he said, "There's laid up for me a crown of righteousness." Which the Lord, the righteous judge, has prepared for me in that day. Paul said, you see, I know I'm going to receive a reward. Now, I didn't just work for the reward. I worked because I wanted to please God. And I did what I did because it was what God told me to do. And I wanted to be true to his word. But at the same time, I knew out there at the end there's going to be a reward. How many times that we don't see that when we judge a person and we say, oh, what a great Christian. Oh, what a matchless, matchless teacher only we don't see what they went through to get there. We don't recognize that this person believed that they had to be faithful over the long haul. Amy Carmichael once wrote this, Sometimes when we read the words of those who have been more than conquerors, we feel almost despondent. I feel I shall never be like that. But they won through step by step by little bits of wills, little denials of self, little inward victories, by faithfulness in little things. They became what they are, and no one sees these little hidden steps. They're only there behind the scenes and in the dark. There's no sudden triumph, no sudden spiritual maturity. It's not the work of the moment. None of this happens momentarily. It happens in the little steps of faithfulness. But if you know that God is going to reward you for faithfulness, you just be faithful, and then if out of that faithfulness he produces all kinds of other things that are even greater, that's God. It's his doing. But also there's another principle that inspires us to keep at it, and that is that if we keep on, <clears throat> he, will, he will do work through us. His power will be available. In other words, we won't have to do it ourselves. It's not up to us. He says, as you go, I will go with you, as you witness and make disciples. He says, as your strength, so will your day be. And so he says, seek first the kingdom of God, and the, these righteous, his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Many of you are at the point, somewhere in your Christian life, of giving up. You have a job God's called you to, and you're at the point of giving up because you're just tired, and you, you don't want to pay the price that it takes. Some of you are in a marriage that has some real difficulties, and some of you're making, and some of are your mates making, And some may just be the circumstances of life that have kind of hemmed you in. But whatever it is, God is saying, don't give up. I'll give you the power to see it through. I'll give you the strength to keep going. Don't bail out. Don't just say, that's it. You see, many of us do that. Some years ago, a schoolmaster introduced one of the greatest orators of all time to his young private schoolmen. During an auditorium full of schoolboys, he said, young men, you can be sure that you can today take notes because this will probably be the greatest speech you've ever heard. And then the man who stood to speak was short and stout, Winston Churchill, the prime minister of England, the one who had seen England through through the Great War called the Second World War. And he stood behind the little podium and he looked out at the boys for a few moments and then he said three words, never give up. Then he paused for almost a minute, and he continued even more boldly, never give up. Then another lengthy pause followed, and then pounding his fist on the podium, he shouted at the top of his lungs, never, 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 never give up. Then he turned and quietly sat down. That was the sum total of Churchill's speech that day to those young men, not one of them ever forgot it. It was one of the most unforgettable speeches of all time. Many times in the future when they thought about in whatever they were doing, quitting, they remembered Churchill saying never give up. That's God's message to us today. Don't give up. Persevere. Endure. Hang in there. Not Life is not meant to be painless, but it's not meant to be joyless either. If you hang in there, It's the stuff heroes are made of, and it's the stuff God uses to make a difference. Han Davis tells a remarkable story about a missionary who visited a leper colony. And as he was talking to some of the people who were there and were afflicted with this terrible disease, one particular leper who had a vital glowing love for Christ, and the two of them began to visit together, the leper said to his friends, you know, I didn't always have this joy this love of God in my heart. When I first came here, I was bitter and angry and, and I was the probably the meanest man here. There was one man from the village who would come out and visit me every single day. This nearby little town, he would come out and visit me. And he said at first, I yelled at him and screamed and told him not to come back. He brought me food and I threw it in his face. But he said, he always came back. He came back the next day. There he was, and he was talking to me about God's love and talking to me about how Christ could make a difference in my life and talking to me how much he cared. And finally, I gave my life to Christ and became a totally new person. Well, said the friend that just met the man who had leprosy, how long did this man from the village come out to see you before you gave your heart to Christ? The man replied, he came every day for 13 years. That man will be in heaven today Because somebody chose to hang in there and keep telling him the love of Christ. There is nothing that can stop a person who won't give up, who will keep on, no matter what. God bless you today. Hang in there.